Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we went out in style. The Panthers win a interesting football game, 10-7, to finish the season. Carolina finishes 7-10 on the year. Steve Wilkes goes 6-6 yep. six six as interim head coach, uh, which I, good job by him, for sure. Hey, he won more games in his in one season than Matt Rule did in his two previous seasons. So good for him. Yeah, not combined, but per season. No. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he uh, seemed like the team played hard for him today. The defense seemed to play very hard. I don't know what was going on with the offense outside of the running game. They couldn't do anything. Uh, well. I, I, the, were the receivers just not getting open? Were, the, were they not trying? Well, I don't when you run know. the same pl- five play well, passing sure. plays over and over again, it seems like the <laughs> defense knows what's coming. It's crazy. Yeah, well, they they did knew exactly what was coming. Um, it looked like I think had uh, Deontay Foreman stayed in the game, I think he probably would have reached the thousand yards rushing for the year. I, but, it felt like he was about to start turning it on right yeah. when he got ejected. And he was rightfully ejected with Davenport. I, they both sure. took swings, and they, I think the refs, as much as it hurt the Panthers, I think they made the right call by ejecting both of them. Do you know what started that? I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out, we'll know. But uh, was something said to Foreman? Foreman Davenport got up off slapped. the tackle. No, no, no. Tap- yeah. I mean... Foreman got up off the tackle and sort of gave Davenport a little shove, said something to him. And then Davenport came back with a slap. I don't know what what caused yeah. the initial thing. but They never, they never really showed ass- a replay or anything. Sometimes in the pile, you know, there's cheap shots or trying to twist an ankle. Sure, yeah. Something like that. I figured something but. was said or something was poked that shouldn't have been, <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Poked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, Panthers win uh, doesn't really hurt our draft position. We're still going to pick ninth. Uh, I think we could have moved up to at least eighth because the Falcons won today. Um, we maybe uh, could have moved up. Here. Yeah, we maybe could have. Well, moved we up. we would have been eighth. Um, Las Vegas. I think we would have hopped Las Vegas, so we would have been seventh, depending on the Rams pick. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But either way. Um, yeah, we could have been, I guess, sixth or seventh, but whatever. Um, we're going to be ninth. Uh, Houston won today, and Chicago is actually going to pick first. So what? we could trade up to first at this point. I mean, Houston definitely wasn't going to trade up to first. But if the Panthers really want to get the guy that they want, and they love Bryce Young, if they do, yeah, they could very they- easily trade up to number one. We'll have to wait and figure out who sure. the coach is first. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about all that. But it's, it's, <laughs> it is possible now that if Tepper wanted to spend the capital, they could do it. Um, I, it would cost a lot. It would probably it would. cost this uh, trade, obviously, a next first round and maybe a second this year. I mean, that it's going to cost a lot, I think. Yeah, maybe, maybe just Brian Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Since he's worth multiple firsts. All right, well, let's talk about this game, Jerry. Um, ugly game. Ugly game, man. Ugly if you game. stayed awake during this whole game, congratulations. You're a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Steven, I was I was watching this game, and everybody in my house besides me fell asleep. 
I had two cats on me that fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good thing this game isn't exciting because they would not be able to do that. I, You know, if we didn't have the podcast, I probably would have watched a different game. Uh, I would have checked back in on the Panthers and stuff, obviously. But with this game just not really meaning anything and being so poorly played, um, especially 200. on offense... Just, 200 yards total offense. Wow. Or 201. Which feels like a lot because, I mean, they had 171 rushing yards. But Sam Darnold, I mean, he had negative. The Panthers had negative four passing yards at the half as a team. Which, by the way, hey. the lowest since Jimmy Clausen. <laughs> so another yet another uh, reference to Jimmy Clausen this season for the Panthers quarterbacks. The O-line did not play well today. No. Uh, most couple times Sam Darnold was, yeah, there was a couple of injuries. Most times he play, he dropped back to pass even before the injuries started occurring. Yeah. He felt like he was getting pretty badly rushed pretty quickly. But that being said, this is Sam Darnold. This yes. is, he, he has some highs where you, he looks like a top tier quarterback or at least a serviceable least quarterback. Average quarterback. Yeah. And then today you just interceptions, you know, just. Yeah, his and, throws are just off. Like, and you know these games are coming, right? These mm-hmm. games always come with him. He has like just like last season, three pretty good games in a row to start last season. Tanks downhill. This year, three pretty good games to start the season, maybe even four. And then just can't do it. Just can't get mm-hmm. can't get the can't get it done. He's not a guy that's going to take you to a Super Bowl. Uh, I, I hope that we've heard the last of Sam Darnold as a Carolina Panther. I really do. I like him as a guy. I don't even want him as a bridge next year. I just don't want him here. That, that's that's justifiable. And, yeah, I mean, I maybe, mean, maybe that's a comment that's going to create you know some comments in the YouTube. I don't know, but if anybody listens to this, I mean, you know, <laughs> the season's over and like by know. watch it by the pre uh preview video uh doesn't seem like many <laughs> yeah. people are interested right it now seems in this, like this game. A lot of fans have checked out, but all right. Well, uh we do have some key plays in this game. Um actually we have a decent amount of key plays in this game considering it was only 10 to 7. So Jerry, mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and kick us off here? Uh New Orleans was leading 7-0. 721 in the second quarter, fourth and one at Carolina's 20. Uh, Alvin Kamara, right guard to Carolina's 23 for negative 20 or three yards. Frankie Louvu with the tackle for loss into that drive. I mean, they, right there, they were trying to kind of kick us while we were down. Yeah. And that, I felt like that was a kind of a momentum swing. Maybe not for the offense because they did nothing with the ball, but right. at least for the defense, it was like, okay, we, we could still do this, guys. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, massive stop. I mean, obviously the the Saints just could have kicked a field goal there. It would have been what a forty five yarder or something. It wouldn't have been anything crazy. And uh, gone up ten nothing. They choose not to, and Panthers made them pay. Uh, mm-hmm. Next play here, first and ten on the Carolina thirty six. Sixteen seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, Andy Dalton pass completes to Chris Olave, gets down to the twenty four, and then C J Henderson knocks the ball out from behind. Recovered by Xavier Woods. Uh, basically saves another potential field goal right yeah i mean that that's uh, uh both of those plays i think you know are i mean that's probably why we won the game honestly you know you stop yeah, those because two, I mean, those two uh drives and that's it i mean if you don't you're looking at 13 nothing yeah 
and the offense was anemic. So yep. I mean, at I mean, one point your your defense starts to feel it. Like yeah. okay, we can't score. I mean, yeah. So, all right, moving on. Third and goal at New Orleans third uh, three third quarter six forty five left. Sam Darnold left tackle. For two yards? I mean, he fumbled it, and Michael Jordan gets a touchdown on this. This is a weird play. It yeah, kind of goes it, into another Sam Darnold touchdown. Fumbled it right into touchdown. the end zone, and luckily Michael Jordan was there to uh, to recover it in the end zone for a touchdown. Um, first offensive lineman touchdown in Panthers history. I did not know that. That was pretty pretty special. That seems almost impossible, been- right? Has to go to a guy that's like, yeah, not even there. Like I'm surprised they never did like a Jordan Gross tight end like leak right. or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it seems like every team in the league has a play where they have an offensive lineman in the red zone go out and yeah. you know try to catch a touchdown, or even a defensive lineman. I think we have had a, some defensive. Yeah, linemen. Julius Peppers caught a couple. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, you know, congrats, Michael Jordan. I guess. Um, final one here is going to be second and ten. New Orleans forty-five. Uh, this is uh, what seven-seven game. Panthers doing nothing all day long on the air. <laughs> Sam Darnold miraculously finds a wide-open Terrace Marshall. Uh, gets down to the twenty-four. A couple of plays later, they kick the field goal to win the game. Uh, Eddie P redeeming himself. From yeah. the, uh, the missed field goals in Atlanta. And the Panthers win. 10-7. So, I mean, that's basically your whole game. <laughs> like, honestly, now, 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 I, I want to ask a question to yeah. all the fans, and you in particular, Steven. Sure. Did you not think he was going to miss it to drag this game on longer? No. Because I nope. did. I, I, was, I like, was 100% confident that ball was going right through the uprights. Because... Honestly, would have benefited the Panthers franchise to, to lose that game, to get the higher draft picks. So that was never going to happen, in my opinion. That was never going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I personally felt like, I was like, he's going to miss this. We're going to go to overtime, yeah. and it's going to end in a tie. This is how it's going to end. <laughs> you know what? I did think at one point, I did think we were going to tie. And now I was like looking <laughs> at the Tankathon website. I was like, how is that going to affect the, the pick? And yeah. Uh, but. Oh, man. Uh, you know, hey, <laughs> we won. Congratulations. I uh, hope, hope everyone's happy about it. You know, and again, it's a couple of picks in the draft. Like, it's not it's, a big deal. It, does not, it doesn't ruin anything. It's not certainly not like the Houston going for two and winning and moving out of the first pick. Like, it's nothing like that. Um, so, I'm, I, that- I'm, you know, I'm happy that they won. Uh, is that Lovey Smith's like middle finger I as think his so. one and yeah, done right? season? Yeah, I hope it is. <laughs> because there's no way they should fire him. They they don't need to be. I mean, that's back to back coaches that are going to be one and done for them. One and done. Mm-hmm. Ugh, terrible. And I don't agree with last year's firing. No, I, I thought I they should have kept him camping. Yeah, because I felt like they played really well camping. under Collie. S- yeah, whatever his name. Yeah, was. for what guys? This podcast is a Panther <laughs> podcast, but you know it, we're going off topic here. But like hey, I yeah, felt like hard. he did a really good job for what that talent was. It was I like, agree. yeah, yeah. Ugh. And and again, it's not like they were going to win this year, right? They no. trade Deshaun Watson. They're not going to win this year. All right. Anyway, back to the Panthers. 
any any other thoughts, Jerry, before we kind of start looking at some stats here? Because we it's got some fun stats, to have, Jerry. We got it, some it's stats. fun to have a win, but man, this was this game was tough. This game was, was tough to, to watch. watch. It was hard to watch. Especially uh, it, coming it off like, of last week. You yeah. know, with the, I, the just depressing loss. I do want to say I I'm very proud of the defense after giving up that quick touchdown mm-hmm. first drive, really bowing up, even though they did get into scoring position a couple times, they came away with zero points. Or worst case they could have came away with a field goal. I yeah. mean, good job, defense, for Yeah. I know they're playing for Steve Wilkes, but it was really impressive how they did that. Yeah, I I almost think the defense is going to get a little more credit than they should in this game because New Orleans was able to move the ball. Now, in the second half, the defense really did step up and, like, shut down. Uh, they, they completely shut them down the second half. Um, so yeah, credit, credit where credit's due. The defense played, did a good job. Um, let's look at some stats here. We'll start with the Panthers. Sam Darnold ended the day five for 15, 43 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns, a quarterback rating of 2.8, which is not as low as it can be, but, uh, pretty bad, pretty bad. And whatever, you know, the color guy that was on the game said that Darnold had a pretty efficient day. Uh, no. No, he did not. <laughs> did not have a good day at all. Uh, oh. And those those interceptions were bad. They're just poor yeah. poor throws. Uh, understand that he's trying to get something going, but five for fifteen the, for forty three yards, both two interceptions. Thrown. Yeah, yeah, right. There's just no excuse in, in the comments. Like there's no excuse, guys. Sam Donald had a bad day. Like if you're gonna try if overthrow the guy, especially the one in the end yeah. zone. I mean, yeah, or overthrow him go for it i mean both yeah both both were under the, and, and he had pressure on the second one for sure and maybe the first one as well i don't remember but um yeah i don't know rough rough day for sam uh rushing wise chuba ended up with 21 carries after foreman got it hurt uh 69 yards 3.3 yards per carry he ran hard uh, mm-hmm. i thought he had some pretty good runs i think chuba's has solidified himself a role on this team next year i agree I think you're absolutely correct and solidified a role on his team. I think he's a very good change of pace type of back. I don't mm-hmm. think I, I like Foreman and Hubbard together because yeah. Foreman's the sledgehammer and Hubbard can make it out. Yeah. And you did say Foreman got hurt. He got ejected. Yeah, ejected. Whatever. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, Even though we already talked about it, just, game. yeah. You know. Yep. Misspoke there. Sorry. Uh, Foreman does, does not put 12 carries, 68 yards, uh, 5.7 yards per carry. Uh, he looked really good before he went out. I, he was easily going to eclipse 100 yards, and again, you know, he was going to get close to that thousand yards for the season, which would have been a really nice uh, stat for him to have. You know, yeah, especially his career. not really playing the first five right, games. Right. I do hope that so. they bring him back next year. I really hope that they re-sign him, not to a crazy oh. deal, but to a a deal worthy of you know how good he can be. I think. I think a three-year, $18 million where you have an out after one or two years, something like that. Oh, that's a lot. I was going to say like three for 15 maybe. Uh, well, I, I mean, a lot of that's yeah. bonuses and stuff yeah. like that. I have one more million on mine. Yeah. But... <laughs> What'd you say? I thought you said 18. Um, but yeah, yeah he's... three-year, 18. You said three-year, 15. Okay, so that's one just... million more per year. Uh, yeah, something like that. I think it, I think that would be fine. Uh, I'd like to have him back for that. Sam Darnold ends up rushing six for 32, and then LaVisca and Blackshear each one for one. 
Uh, Receiving-wise, Terrace Marshall does lead the team in receiving. Two catches for 23 yards. Uh, DJ Moore needed, what, 122 yards to reach 1,000? He got one for 10. (laughs) LaVisco, one for eight. And then Tommy Trimble, one for two. Jerry, I'm pretty sure I won our... I think you did. I haven't... (laughs) When we do our uh, year in review, I will I will release yeah. the status of that. I have to go back and uh, pull some of our beer bets too because I haven't. I'm gonna have to drink that 12 pack on the podcast. Of the beer? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. 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 Uh, fumbles. Five fumbles. No, three fu- <laughs> three fumbles for the Panthers. Man, I don't know. There's just a lot in the fumble category here. But Sam Darnold <laughs> did fumble twice. Uh, one was a bad snap by Bozeman. Second week in a row where Bozeman snaps the ball early uh, and hmm. causes a fumble. This one we did get back. Uh, and then Andre Roberts also uh, credited with a fumble. Can, can I just say Andre Roberts was back only two games, but it felt like he didn't need to come back. Like It I felt think, like yeah. nothing changed. That I don't know if he was fully healthy, like... honestly. He may have just wanted to get out there. I don't know, but... Yeah, that was a bit, that was a waste, unfortunately. Defensively, Josh Norman leads the team in tackles with eight, six solo tackles. Uh, almost had an interception at the very yeah. end. Just went right off his fingers. He was he was really dejected about it, and so was I. Honestly, that would have been a great story. Uh, the the uh, color guy on the announcement says, "Oh man, Josh Norman. He usually catches those." What are, you, what are you talking about? The dude hasn't even played this year. <laughs> He's been in one game. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Shaq, seven tackles. Uh, I thought Shaq had a good game today. Derek Brown had a very good game today. Uh, two, seven tackles as well. Frankie, six tackles, two for loss. Uh, only one sack in this game. That's Amari Barno, who I think uh, he, he did a little Spider-Man pose after he got that sack. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he he blew by his guy, and then his yeah. guy kind of got in front of him a little bit, and he just shoved him out of the way. Yeah. And I wish we would have seen more Barno this season. Yeah. Like, towards the end, well, I guess in the end, we were still there, so. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, they were they were playing for a playoff spot, but I'm surprised Barno didn't play more in this game with uh, Burns not playing. Yeah. But they gave I mean, Haynes. And he seems when he's out there, he can make makes significant plays. I'd like to see, yeah, I'd like to see more of him. He needs to bulk up. He's very, he's a, yeah. a tiny guy, but he's fast, and I think he's got something. Um, Gitor, I thought, had a bad game today. Um, looking forward to seeing him at the bottom of the PFF score. Uh, I don't know anything else on the defense. Uh, you know, this was a no. big, this is a just a defensive game, and there's really not much to call out, unfortunately. You know. No, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we kept them in front of us. I mean, yeah. that's the way they played. Yeah. Uh, Hecker did uh, have six punts, four of them inside the 20, and then Eddie P. Uh, so that's a record, for, right? Yep, he's got the record. He beat the, he beat the record by three. I, four, I think that's actually. the only record that was broken. Oh, that's and J.J. Jansen is now the, uh, the longest Panther. Most games played, yeah. Yeah. Congrats so that's to record. him. Yeah, congrats to him. Um, Sam Darnold did not set any records today. All right, Andy Dalton, fifteen for twenty-five, one hundred seventy-one yards, one touchdown. The only pass thrower in this game, so they didn't have Taysom Hill. I thought they were going to have Taysom Hill in this game a lot more. Um, yeah, he he played a lot last week too. Yeah, I was surprised Eagles, he didn't so. 
throw the ball at all. Uh, Kamara, 23 carries, 107 yards. Overall, even though he had 100 yards, I thought the Panthers did a pretty decent job with him. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, you got to think. He had one big run for 22 yards. Yeah. I mean, that's almost a quarter of his front rushing yards. So, yeah. other than that. It felt like which, they did an Of course, job. other than that, but. Right. Uh, Taysom Hill, 5 for 24. I think Taysom Hill got stopped in the backfield at least three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, I don't think, had a very good game at all. Uh, uh, he Norman made some moves, though. He did. He did. He had a couple of decent runs, but he wasn't an impact, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Rashid Shahid, one for seven. Eno Benjamin, two for three. And then Andy Dalton, one for two. Uh, receiving Chris Olave led the team again. Chris Olave is really good. Five catches, I 60 know. yards, and a touchdown. I don't like that. What's that? You don't <laughs> that think he's good? Chris Olave is really good. He is good. You don't think so? I know. I said I don't like that, though. Oh, 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 with oh, him gotcha. being on the Saints. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be a thorn in our side. So I think he did go over 1,000 yards uh, with this game. Uh, Shahid three for thirty-four. David Johnson two for twenty-eight. Juwan Johnson one for twenty-one, and then a handful of other catches. Uh, in the defense for the Saints, Tyron Matthew, Honey Badger, eight Dude, tackles. Such a beach. Yeah. So good. <laughs> uh, Lattimore and Demario Davis also had eight sa- eight tackles as well. Uh, two sacks for the Saints. Uh, David Anyamata and then JT Gray uh, each get one sack. Uh, a couple of interceptions as well. Uh, Honey Badger got one, and then Sorensen got another. Um, Will Lutz 0 for 2 in field goals, and that's kind of their tale of the tape, why they lost the game. Uh, that yeah, and, I mean, and poor coaching, honestly. Yeah, I mean, again, I hope they keep that Dennis Allen because I yeah. think... He's bad. He is. He is bad. Um. All right, well, that's kind of it for the stats. Um, any other kind of final thoughts there, Jerry? No. I'm sad the season's over, but this game kind of put me to sleep. Well, the good news is the Panthers will have a second-place schedule next year. Because uh, good news? Four and two, four and 4-2 in the division, and uh, they tied with New Orleans and Atlanta at 7-10. and 10. So we will have a second-place schedule next season. Not great. Hmm. Not great. I was kind of hoping, that was one of the reasons I was hoping we are going to lose this game, too, is because, you know, number one, the draft pick. Number two, we'd have the fourth-place schedule uh, on a team I think is going to be a lot better next year, hopefully. You know, hopefully we have the right coach and get the right quarterback and everything. But, yeah, we're going to end up with a second-place schedule. So there you go. All right, what's next? Uh, our final thoughts, because we didn't do any uh, beer pre- bets or predictions this week because, well, it's week 18, we're out of the playoffs, and last week kind of hurt yeah. our feelings. How about some heroes and zeros? You got any heroes and zeros? I got a hero in this game. <clears throat> oh, man. Um, I'll, I, I got a zero. I'm trying to think of a hero. Well, let um, me go. I got, I'll, I'll do my hero. Go ahead. My hero is going to be Josh Norman. Okay. I thought... For his second game, or and how he hardly played in his first game, I thought he did. He had some really impactful plays today. I thought he had a couple of good tackles for loss. Uh, he tried to punch the ball out a couple of times. He almost had the interception there at the end, where he basically ran the route for the receiver. I thought he was good. 
Uh, I think had we signed him earlier in the season, he would have been a lot better than Keith Taylor. Uh, obviously not as fast anymore, but I think he's a very smart football player. And uh, I was happy to see him today. I thought he played a really good game. So I'm going to give him my hero of the game. I'm going to go with Derek Brown. Okay, good one. Uh, j- just kind of clogged up that middle. Two QB hits, you know. Yep. And he's had a great season, so I just I'm gonna tip my cat to them. My other idea was Shaq, who's had another solid season. He has, so. Yeah, Shaq is solid. That's yeah. what you can say about Shaq. Shaq is solid. All right, what about your zero? You said you got one of those. Oh yeah, come on, Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Ben McAdoo. Okay, yeah, that uh, works. How too. can you not? You can't scheme for an entire game. You basically scheme to get one guy open at the very end, and that's it. I mean, because nobody else was able to get open. You couldn't change up anything. They didn't try anything. Again, it was just ugly. he has like ten pass plays on up, and he yeah. just tweaks it a little bit. It's just he's supposed to be like a quarterback whisperer. What's he doing? I don't know. If Wilkes <clears throat> does get the job, that is my big component. He yeah. needs a new coordinator. I do not want to see Ben McAdoo. Ben McAdoo was the only person who would take the job when Matt Rule was up, yep. seat was on fire. And yep. we heard from reporters that not many coaches wanted to come here because that seat was so on fire. They didn't yep. want to come here for one year. I do think James Campen and uh, Chris Tabor need to be brought back. I don't care who the head coach is. Mm-hmm. Those two guys have proven they're <clears throat> worth in gold, in my opinion. Those were two really good signings yeah. this offseason. Agreed. I thought they were uh, great, honestly. And mm-hmm. I hope, uh, even though Bozeman had a couple of rough games here in the last couple, I, I'd like to bring him back as well. I thought he solidified oh, yeah. that position. Um, the O-line played better once he's, he yeah. got in there because he would be calling out the protections and stuff like that. Pat yeah. Elfline, I'm so excited to be gone with him. <laughs> right. Uh, I thought Cade Mays had a, a couple of interesting plays today, a couple of good plays, a couple of bad plays. Um, once uh, Corbett and Christensen went out, the middle of the line was just you yeah. know, Swiss cheese. But I thought Mays, you know, over the course of the season, playing some fullback and then finally getting to play some offensive linemen, uh, you know, for a six-round pick, uh, I'm pretty happy with oh, uh, yeah. with what I saw from him this year. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's how you look at a six-round. Same with Amari Barno. I know yeah. I said I want to see more of him, but I felt like every time he did go out there, he either made a play or something. That's why I want to see more of him. But... Yeah, show us show us that you have something. Yeah, you know that and, you're and building on something. Did. Right. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk more about those guys, you know, next week when we do our our uh, kind of season wrap up. We'll talk about the draft picks and, and all kinds of stuff. So, All right, Jerry. Uh, let's see. You want to look at the other NFC South game real quick? Uh, I think we kind of referenced it earlier, but Tampa Bay did lose to the Atlanta Falcons 30-17. to uh, Brady was pulled pretty... First quarter? Yeah, pretty early, I think. Uh, well, rightfully he so. 17, would... He had 17 pass attempts, so he may have gone into the second, but... Yeah, uh, they were leading when he left. I know that because I was kind of keeping an eye on that game, and they were leading. And then Blaine Gabbert scored a touchdown, and I was like, "Oh, wow!" Yeah, 
Yep, they got Blaine Gabbert and, and Kyle Trask even made an appearance. So uh, Desmond Ritter for the Falcons. Uh, I don't know about him. I don't know about him. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, that mean, Tyler Allgaier though we'll is see. a very good running back. So yeah, they they definitely uh, struggled with him. Uh, and then Drake London six for 120. So all the all the rookies played and played pretty well for the Falcons today. So eh, yay, we get to listen. What to did those Kyle guys. Pitts do since your BFF? Uh, he's hurt, right? Didn't he get? Isn't he out for the season? Is he out for the yeah, season? Yeah, he got out. He's he's been out for several weeks. Oh, okay. You should know that. My he bad. was on your fantasy team. <laughs> well, he didn't do he's anything on my fantasy this, team. I forgot about him. He's putting up the same production he was when he was playing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, again, right. I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I still think <laughs> Kyle Fitz is going to be pretty good, but uh, maybe not for the Falcons. Who knows? All right. Well, Jerry, any other final thoughts? The season's over, man. At least we got to have some good times. I mean, we really did have some fun times towards the end. Yeah. Being in the playoff hunt. Steve Wilkes has proved that he's probably going to – he'll probably get some consideration for a head coaching job besides this one. I I mean, he he really kind of rallied this team to be better than the garbage that Matt Rule was leaving us with. Yeah, I think there's going to be – quite a few head coaching openings this season or this off season. So I hope that Wilkes does get some looks, hopefully mm-hmm. not Houston. Don't want him to have to go there. Um, and if he ends up being the Panthers head coach, I think I'm okay with it. Honestly, depending on his I, staff. I was going to say, that's the only issue I have with him is I don't want Ben McAdoo here. Now everybody's yeah. saying D'Amico Ryan's D'Amico Ryan's. What is D'Amico Ryan's bringing that Steve Wilkes hasn't? Yeah, well, he's younger. Um, he's younger. He's, he's been, been a he's defensive coordinator for two years. Tree, right? So he could potentially bring some of those guys over with him. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think if I was to choose between those two, I'd choose Wilkes just because the you locker room already loves him. You know, I like him. I like him. I think he's a, just a stand-up person, uh, and, and that maybe have a lot has a lot to do with it. Is I just really like Steve Wilkes, you know. Yeah, and and I don't that, know that's Ryan. what I'm saying because I keep seeing people on Twitter <clears throat> loving D'Amico Ryan's. I'm like, yeah. he's been defensive coordinator for two years, which mm-hmm. yeah, he's they they've been great. They've been good, but they're going to be a head oh, coach. Said, but they said, oh, he's such a great culture guy. Well, we've got a great culture guy, yeah. Steve Wilkes. I personally, if we're going to go somewhere else. I would prefer go offensive guy, but we'll see. I agree. If it's not going to be Harbaugh, and if it's not going to be maybe the uh, offensive coordinator for the Eagles, you know, I if it's not going to be one of those guys, honestly, I just prefer Wilkes. Yeah, Wilkes is probably my number three guy. Jim Harbaugh, yeah. Steichen, yeah, and then Wilkes. And even Steichen's maybe taking taking a little hit since Hertz has been out. Yeah. You know? Because maybe that whole thing works because it hurts, right? Yeah. And we don't my, have My <laughs> big thing with Steichen, though, is that he did – he was Herbert's rookie True. quarterback coach. Yeah. And I felt like Herbert really came out game busters, especially since I watched him in college and I thought he was garbage. But True, true. <laughs> you are on the record. Uh, <laughs> so uh, take Jerry's quarterback thoughts over the next couple of months with a grain of salt. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's no, we've, 
We've gotten better at quarterback evaluation since then. That was a hey, hey. I am gonna go ahead and say that my record's about as good as most of the NFL scouts. <laughs> there you go. That's right. <laughs> Jimmy Clausen was once considered a no-brainer first-round pick. So hey, I did call Zach Wilson. <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's gonna do it. I do, too. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at mailmixpodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, and we will be back uh, soonish, within the next week, I would say, uh, to kind of wrap up the season and talk about uh, what's next. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding.